What's happening, everyone? Welcome to the Nationalist Inquirer. I am Johnny Monoxide, and tonight I'm joined by Dogbot. What's up, dude? Oh, not much. I just got one of my chupacabras groomed. Oh, uh, how'd, how'd that go? Uh, not well for the groomer. I wouldn't think so. I wouldn't think so. Is he gonna? Is he gonna make it? Is it like intensive care type situation or? Uh, it's it's like one of those things where like a mobster goes to like a dentist when they need to get a bullet removed. You know, it's just very hush hush. It's under the table. I gotcha, gotcha. That makes sense. All right. Well, also joining us this week is Grognak down in the dungeon. What's up, man? I'm still recovering from the interview we did with Gary. I listened to it again. You listened to it again? Nice. Nice. Uh, We will talk about that in just a second. Sir not appearing this week is uh, Reinhard von Krieger. He'll be back soon. Um, Yeah, dude. The Friday episode with Gary Wayne. Wow. That was a lot of information. Yeah, I'll be listening to it tomorrow at work. I've been immersed in the Dune audiobook. Uh, for the past week, so right on, and finish that up, and then get into the Gary Wayne. We managed to not really talk about his book, but we did. I thought that was pretty cool. Every interview he does, he talks about his book, you know, and it's like if you want to hear Gary Wayne talk about the book Genesis Six Conspiracy, just listen to pretty much any Gary Wayne talk. And we did not want to do that, and I think we delivered. Um, Reinhardt's not here to help pat ourselves on the back, but yeah, we did. That was, that was awesome. And he's I mean, coming that's back. Why, that's why he's out right now is because he twisted his arm. Right? Pat, yeah. Patting himself on the back. Yeah. It's yeah. okay. Oh no. He's got, it's, he's, uh, got he's got, uh, different orangutans, uh, massaging his, his shoulder and stuff to help get him back to health. All right. That's good. That's good. At least the apes are taking care of, taking care of Reinhardt. Um, Gary Wayne is going to come back. He's given us some dates uh, over the next couple months that he can come back. We will we will likely be doing a live stream with Gary on Pilled.net, uh, and he'll do a Q&A with the chat, and that'll be fun. We can talk about whatever. Um, over we're going to have a we're going to have an interesting guest, I believe, this Friday. Uh, I think it's going to be Lauren Southern Toy Poodle. I'm sorry, what? Uh, yeah, I think, yeah, Lauren Southern Toy Poodle. I don't know what that... Oh, no, no, Southern Dingo. Uh, he's going to talk about Bigfoot in Louisiana, right? Something like that, but where did you get Lauren Southern Poodle? Toy Poodle. I, 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 I got key elements of his name a little bit mixed up. He's trying to get them all fired up before he's even here. I don't, under, uh, I don't. I don't understand I this neg. I, I don't. I don't understand this line of negging, but I'll allow it. So, listen. I love Southern Dingle. Right. He's my bro. Right. No, I get it. You guys are. You guys are both from sort of the same region. We're cousins, sort of. I mean, in as much as. I guess you could be. I suppose. I don't know. You're, is, is he Anglo? No, he's not. He's, we are, he's half we are neighbors that would loan each other tools and expect to get them back within a couple weeks. That's fair. I'm usually a return as soon as I'm done with it kind of guy. I'm not the guy that keeps your uh, whatever, you know, across the street in my garage for months and months at a time. I don't, I don't understand people like that. Yeah, I haven't seen my edger in a while, buddy. 
Right, right. I don't, I don't get that. You know, like the whole Homer Simpson thing. Mm. I don't. I no. I I don't. I was. You borrow something, you return it. Same thing. Like, well, I work with tools at work, so if somebody borrows something of yours, you expect it back before the end of the day, at least. Well, Dinger is definitely not Ned Flanders. No. Are you are you saying you are? No. Oh no. Okay. I I I I would. I don't know. He'd probably be more like Kramer, right? At the comedy club. Oh, I just got the Lauren Southern part of your joke. But the toy poodle. Oh, toy poodle. It's a dog leg creature. Ah, I see what you did now. It took me a minute. That's this may you- come as a shock, but he's not from Australia. No, but he's from the South and you will, that is, will be apparent. All right. Let's not look. This is probably more airtime than he's going to get on Friday. So like, let's just save it. Oosh. (laughs) I'm joking. I'm joking. All right. So we are here. Yeah. We had Gary Wayne. Uh, We Gary Wayne last Friday. This Friday, we have another guest. Southern Dingo. Uh, Long time coming. He's been crying about it long enough. We'll let him on. We'll let him come on and hang out. Let him. He's my friend. I can't. I gotta stop being mean to him. There's that's because it's kayfabe, and I don't mean it. So wait, you gotta you gotta stop because I don't. think I mean, you're gonna be able to when Friday comes around. That's what I'm saying. I gotta I gotta save it. Oh oh yeah, oh! Yeah, you I'm, mean just put it on pause? You yeah. Don't mean like stop it. Well, entirely. I mean, you don't want to. You never want to leave it on pause for multiple days. It's bad. Have you never like K-f- ruined? A, have K-fabe. you never? I haven't. I haven't heard kayfabe in a while. Have you never? Have you never ruined a, a VHS tape or a cassette tape by leaving it on pause for too long? Uh, yes. All right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So we'll just put it. We'll stop it. Put a pin in it. Pick this back up Friday night. It warps the. It warps the frame that it's on when you pause a VHS tape too long. The. Hmm. Yeah. Yes, it does. And then you end up with like a, a weird brrrm in your video. Man, I ruined it. That, sa- that was a good sound effect. I, I, I felt like I was watching a poorly maintained VHS tape. <laughs> hey, man, we do all kinds of stuff around here, right? <laughs> it's like the, the pulled the plug sound. Man, do you remember tube TVs? Uh, two TVs. Tube. Is that a band? No, tube. Oh, tube TVs. Yeah, you remember tube TVs. I mean, you're old enough, like me. <laughs> yes. Did you ever? Did you ever have a black I and white TV? Too. I know you're you're up you're up there with us too, Grognak. You're not. Uh, just, we had a we had a tube TV. We had a Zenith. We had a Zenith. My dad had the wood, um, like the wood. Yeah, it was frame. like furniture. It was like furniture. Yeah, and the speakers were like on the side of it. They took up the whole, yeah. like vertically, the whole side on each side of the of the fishbowl shaped tube. Or, yeah, uh, the drawer, me, the drawer on the bottom was a facade. It wasn't an actual drawer. Like they had knobs, and it looked like it was a drawer, right? But if you pulled on it, it right. it did nothing. There right. was no drawer there. Much like a lot of yeah, like the top, the shelves, and like your your kitchen. Sometimes they fold down a little bit. And you get like the sponge storage. That's a cool thing. But most times, it's just not real. We had a fake fireplace in my my house, first house growing up. You mean like didn't do anything and you just like 
put pretend logs it didn't in lead it, to a, it didn't lead to a chimney right but was it like gas or no oh it was just a it's just a fireplace in the living room just a stack of bricks shaped like a fireplace but nothing else. uh no it was like it was like uh cast iron <laughs> apparently it was a thing in the 70s that people did to have fake fireplaces shag, we had a real shag, one shag carpeting yeah we had a real one I remember, like, I mean, I was, it was physically real. Like, you could run into it and yeah. Smack well, your head I, I understand it, that, but, but like, there was no means for burning anything in it. Absolutely not. Huh. Weird. I don't recall that that housing decorative fad of the seventies. Weird. I remember no, when, when I when I asked my mother about it later on in life, uh, she refused to comment on it. She was that embarrassed in retrospect. All right. Fair enough. Yeah, I was like, I just had to know. I was like, why would she put a non-functioning uh, hazard for children in the middle of your living room in in the seventies? Like, what what design, like, what trend were you following? What help me? Help, I mean, were they putting walk, large candles the there and pretending decisions that led to the, to installing this thing into the living room? Yeah, I, I did they like use candles and pretend or anything, or just nothing? No, it just I, no, it was just there. Do they decorate at some, it? Or? At some point, at some point, with the rambunctious nature of me and uh, siblings, it was it had to be removed. So, but it was it was it was there at one point. It was hmm. odd. The shag carpeting really had to go. You could not vacuum that shit. No, shag carpeting is terrible. I remember we had shag carpeting uh, in a house we lived in in Maine. It was old shag carpet. It was green. Yeah, ours was green too. It was like a Kelly green mixed with uh, uh, hints of forest green. It was always green. I think it was always green. It's so always green. What, the shag carpet? Houses I remodeled. It's weird. Shag carpet's so I, always I green, it was yeah. supposed to be like grass. Well, we had, well, yeah. we also had, no, we had some red shag carpet in, um, I think it was my uncle's house. Their house was like the most 70s house ever. They had like all the arch doorways and everything was that stucco all over the, not just the ceiling, but all the way down to the floor on the walls, right? And, and not in all the rooms, but just in like the foyer and like the main receiving hall or whatever you want to call it. And like kids would get fucked up just on the wall, like, you know, you'd wrestling around and whatever. You bump into the wall and it'd tear your skin right off. Terrible. It was terrible. The 70s were a horrible, horrible time as far as like decoration, decorative uh, trends and whatever in houses and clothing, too. I thought. I thought you meant kids would get fucked up and look at the walls because my grandmother oh, yeah. had some uh, patterns in her bathroom that made me want to vomit when I looked at them. Oh, that's that's different. My, I had a grand. Uh, one of my grandparents' bathrooms had the um, the newspaper walls. You know what I mean? Where it's like the old timey newspaper headlines. Remember that? Ugly, oh, ugly, ter- ugly, terrible, terrible, terrible. Man, I actually uh, stayed at an Airbnb a couple years ago where uh, the house was like straight out of the 70s, but everything seemed brand new. Like it was built in 75 and nobody ever lived in it. it just like, Did main, you use an alias? Maintain. What? No, I was somebody else got it. There's just a bunch of us were staying there. So <laughs> why would I? Because. I just, what do you, uh, 
uh, why would you ask that? Anyway, um, they had the old time incognito, you know, like your. Sure. I mean, I check into hotels and I mean, you have to. You have to use if you're paying with any sort of, you know, form of currency that's not cash, you're going to have to have your name attached to it. Right? I don't know. Do you yeah. rent cars anonymously or? Uh, maybe. I can now, either confirm nor deny that. I don't know. How, how would you rent a car anonymously? You need a driver's license and stuff, right? I haven't rented a car in forever, so I, I don't remember how that works. Anyway, who cares? Let's, um, <laughs> who cares how that works? Let's talk about the news. Jeez. What do we got this evening? Holy shit. All right. Well, we'll just, we'll just lead in with this. So yeah, so we got a whole bunch of entertainment news for you this week, you Tran- guys. Trannytainment tonight, man. Trannytainment tonight, yes. You're excited about that. <laughs> uh, listen, I, I, I'm not going to say that this is totally my bread and butter, but I just, I, I get such a kick out of how blatantly obvious some of these tranny psyops are when it comes to the entertainment distraction industry oh yeah All right, i'm gonna kill the music because i'm done with it now so it's just it's just i'm like tapping my foot and i'm not paying attention so yeah it is blatantly obvious but before we get to all the well i mean i suppose there's trannies involved with this right we uh the oscars didn't they go three years without a host and this is the first year with a host, Chris Rock? I don't know if he was the host or a host. Oh, okay. No, he's I a presenter. I'm sorry. He was just a presenter. I think what they started doing is, is having different hosts throughout the four-hour marathon broadcast that is the satanic ritual known as the Oscars. Well, after the Academy Awards. After last night's, they're now known as the Nogskers. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We're doing that. Yeah. Which, we did that. Which uh, again, the again the golem distracts from the maker of the golem. Sure. The, yeah, yeah. Because the Oscars are literally Jews giving other Jews awards for making Jewish propaganda. Yeah. Which which uh, which of their favorite liars are are their favorite? Their right. most favorite. For- right. Which person who's pretending to be somebody else? is better than the other people who are pretending to be somebody else. According to them. Right. Because it's, right. Not, it's not like it's, it's not like a democratic process or anything. It's just, it's, it's who they need to, it's, it's who they need to curry favor to at that particular time. Well, yeah. I mean, you can always tell when somebody's being promoted, they'll win a whole bunch of Oscars and, and, um, golden globes. That's another one. But anyway, very interesting, the uh, sexless golden idol that they they hand out to each one of these people. Uh, I think uh, I saw on Reinhardt's channel today bears a striking resemblance to the Greek, uh, not the Greek, the Egyptian god P- 
P-T-A-H. I don't want to try to pronounce that. I, that. I, I'd want to pronounce the P in it, but it's probably no. just ta. Spell it again. P-T-A-H. Pata. Is it? Yeah, it would just be like ta. Not pita. Like No, like ta. Like you kind of say the P and the T together. Ta. It's ta. ta. Yeah. Pata. Yeah, so it's it does bear a striking 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 resemblance to this ancient Egyptian creation god, right? Uh, mm. Patron of craftspeople and artists. Oh, how about that? Very strange. Very strange. How this golden, this little golden sexless guy, god. It's definitely it's got male proportions. He's got no hips, wide shoulders. You know. Yeah. It's definitely a male. So. Um, but it's always, it's always funny where the tranny female actress, uh, air quotes, female actresses tend to hold this thing when they're receiving it. And they always grab it around the crotch. Well, uh, yeah, where they're, where, where the placement is while they're giving their acceptance. Um, I don't know. You're gonna have to drop a picture in the chat. I don't know what you mean. Well, they're holding they're holding it down by their waist. Oh, like where they're holding it? Yeah. Well, I, what does that have to do with so, being tranny? Speaking of speaking of pictures <laughs> in the chat, I just posted a picture of Chris Rock. Is this the Chris Rock or is this a Chris Rock? Because well, this well, motherfucker looks a lot different than he did a couple years ago. Well, I I do believe that he was replaced. If not replaced, he's he's had a shit ton of surgery, um, like much like every other black who's been uh, who's been in Hollywood for a long period of time. You know, Dave Chappelle, um, all those guys. But anyways, we we didn't actually we're jumping ahead. So at the Oscars, uh, the Oscars are always been uh, they're not woke enough. Um, the people complain, you know, the Oscars are too white. Remember, remember the hashtag Oscars so white a few years back. Yeah, remember that. Yeah. So I mean, I guess they had to uh, they they had to, you know, take it to the hood a little bit. So they had a little black on black violence, a little Chicago style of violence um, at the Oscars. They had Will Smith come and smack, bitch slap uh, Chris Rock. Did you guys see that? I did. Yeah, I saw it the following the following morning. Uh, apparently, somebody had a. Apparently, the American version was cut and chopped, and censored. So, oh, wait people a minute, had what? to see. Yeah, so people had to see the Australian or Japanese broadcast of it in order to see it in its entirety. Huh. The I, inc- the incident anyway. I did not know that. Oh, from the from the joke to him. So he told the joke right then. It wasn't like something he did at like a comedy set the night before and, and Will was just still mad about it. He said it like then at the Oscars. Right. So he it's it's getting towards what you would hope would be the end if you were having to suffer through it. It was at the around the three hour mark of this thing and he, they're sitting up in the front because Will Smith is nominated for best actor. Ah, that's right. So, so they have him in a accessible spot. You know, he's not like, he's not like five rows in the back or whatever. Right. He's, <laughs> right. he's, he's not going to so, have to step over 14 people to get to the aisle. Right. So he's sitting next to his tranny wife, Jada Pinkett Smith. 
Mm-hmm. And Chris Rock points at her and says, well, I can't wait for G.I. Jane 2. Oosh. And it cuts, to a bu- it cuts to Will Smith laughing, right? But she's not laughing. And then the next thing you know, he's, he's strolling up to Chris Rock and smacks him across the face. And Chris Rock says, I just had the shit smacked out of me by Will Smith. And Will Smith starts hollering from his chair, keep my wife's name out of your motherfucking mouth and stuff like that. All right. So wait, is this the, the clip that's in in the uh, the channel there? Is that the clip? Yes. All right. Yeah, it's very let's, short. Let's just do this. Let's do this. I, I, I thought I could get away with just like listening to people talk about it, but no. Now I got to see it. Oh, we need to hear it. All right. Hear it. All right, here we go. I'm pulling it up. So, so while you're doing that, just keep in mind this is like transception because Will Smith is up for a uh, for a role where he's like Serena Williams' father. Oh, that's right, <laughs> Williams' sister. That's right. He's the. Yeah. He, that's what his. Yeah, that's what the best Oscar nominee was for. He was the Williams' father. Oh my god. <laughs> All right, here we go. You know who's got the hardest job tonight? Javier Bardem and his wife are both nominated. Now, if she loses, he can't win. (laughs) He is praying that Will Smith wins. Like, please, Lord. Jada, I love you. G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see it. All right? That was a nice one. Okay. I'm out here. Uh oh. Richard. (laughs) Oh, wow. Wow. Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. Wow, dude. Yes. It was a G.I. Jane jump. Keep my wife's name. Out your fucking mouth! I'm going to, okay? <laughs> I can, oh, okay. That was a greatest night in the history of television. Okay. Okay. Well, there you go. That was the whole thing. Very staged, very bizarre. Well, very, you know, it's, 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 it's so weird. Yeah, I, I've heard I've heard a cascade of terrible takes having to do with this event. Oh my god, it's terrible! The amount of first of all, people don't understand like that these people are actors. This is the Oscars. You know, these are actors. They are liars, professional liars, people, pro- pro- bleh, professional pretenders who are pretending to act out a scene, like. Chris Rock basically stood there with his hands behind his back and let Will Smith slap him. And Will Sl- Smith slapped him in very, like, vaudeville movie style. You can hear him hit the microphone behind his back. Yes. That's what the noise is. Yeah. And in addition, we're talking about an actor that played Muhammad Ali. Mm-hmm. Right? And he's coming up and he's just slapping a man oh it's very difficult it, it, the entire thing reeked of absolute professional wrestling it really did okay so here's here's from a friend of ours free red pills 
from the chat. Um, he sent us this. So the Oscars are sponsored by Pfizer. Uh, there is in a, an Instagram post, somebody is claiming their husband does security at the Oscars and they got alerted before the event around 4 p.m. that Chris Rock will have some sort of altercation on stage that was part of the show and the producer signed off on it. They got told not to react this is their, and to hold their positions as planned. So you notice no security did anything. I mean, like, honestly, if it's the Oscars, so not many people are going to get past, you know, security to get in in the first place. But once you're in, I mean, these are, you know, these are all your celebrities, right? These are your celebrity trannies. These are your uh, Jewish producers. And, you know, so I don't know how much security they would have. But I mean, remember when Kanye went up and was like to Taylor Swift, I'm going to let Tyler Swift, my bad. Uh, You know, I'm going to let you finish. But first. Right. Right. Like security doesn't normally rush the stage when somebody super famous comes out to talk to somebody super famous anyway. Right. But that, you know, clearly it's no security. Um, Okay. Number three, Pfizer has had an alopecia drug in development for the past few years and has just ramped up marketing for it last week. Alopecia is the same condition that Will Smith's wife has that Chris Rock was making fun of. Yes, I, I, I have had a base black friend explain to me what alopecia is with black females. Yeah, they lose their hair. Right, because they are constantly attaching fake hair mm-hmm. and putting chemical treatments in their hair. They're, they're basically just the, the skin up there just set after a period of time just says, fuck you, I'm done. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's other, I mean, natural ways of getting it as well. Like I, what's her face. There was that, uh, remember that most her face, Katie McHugh. She was, but Jada, Jada anyway. Pinkett Smith is a biological male. So right. Jada most likely just male pattern, male pattern baldness. It just, yeah. She's decided to shave the ring. Right. Uh, yeah. So that's, that's a dude. So, are I mean, there's so many layers couple? of there's so I, many I layers of bullshit to the story. Quite, I haven't. I'm sorry. Well, I'm saying there's so many layers because you have Jada Pinkett Smith, who's a tranny, uh, who also will and that's what's funny is Will goes up to def, quote to defend her honor right by slapping Chris Rock. I've never heard. I mean, like, dude, I've seen I, I've seen some pretty nasty roastings on celebrity roasts that wasn't even like that wouldn't have been worthy of making the show. If that was a, so, one w- one thing people are discovering from all this is that Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith have what they refer to as an open relationship, which means he's constantly being cuckolded, and it's it. And so, when people are looking up, you know, it, you know, a bunch of normies are finding this sort of stuff out about this couple that it's not, it's not all wine and roses, and a, a lot of different celebrities have been coming out and saying things like, yeah, when I went to interview Jada Pinkett Smith, uh, Will Smith showed up and sat in the corner and watched the whole time. It was really, really weird. These are two very, very bizarre people. Uh, yeah, they, they're... They, they, they gender bended their children from birth. So uh, they named the daughter after the dad but made it a feminine name they made it willow smith they named the son after the mom but with a masculinized name jaden right and they very 
there, I haven't looked at either of those creatures lately, but it's very likely that they're they're not as presented either. Yeah, and in order for Will Smith to go from being the bad kitty rapper whose parents just don't understand to being one of the top male leads for what like it's been over 20 years Forever. right he's well that was his i saw i saw a um an interview with him a long time ago and that was always his intention coming into hollywood is that what he said is he he wanted to be known as the guy who did the the most greatest movies of all time so that's so you have to live a incredibly compromised existence to have a sustained success oh, rate his career from what was his first was it Men in Black? What was before Men in Black that was big? Uh, Independence Day. Independence Day was before Men in Black? Wasn't it? <clears throat> I don't know, actually. I don't know Will Smith's career, but all I know is that every single movie he's ever done has been a blockbuster, except for like two or three. Well, because Independence Day, he wasn't the top lead. He was one of like three main characters, right? Well, he was like the main main character. I mean, Jeff Goldblum was the secondary main character. Okay. Yeah, but it was basically Will Smith's story. I mean, he was the, the you know, the tough guy who, you know, and then him, well, it became a buddy story. And him and Jeff Goldblum were the top two guys. Yeah, the black yeah. and the Jew. Yes, yes, you don't have to repeat yourself. And then Bill Pullman, whatever he is. Bill Pullman, and then you have, of course, you have... Uh, uh, Randy Quaid. Judd Hirsch. And then, yeah, Randy Quaid, who's come out and been, like, fairly anti-Semitic. <laughs> In Canada. In Canada? Yeah. Is that where he is? He had, to, he had to run to Canada in order to stop from being killed, apparently. Right. Anyway, uh, it's it's a very bizarre situation. There have been a lot of pictures that have been... Okay, so let me rewind a oh, little wow, bit. Oh, wow, dude. I it just, was, I'm sorry, real quick. It was Bad Boys, Independence Day, and then Men in Black. All right. Yeah. And 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 Bad Boys, it was, it was a buddy cop movie, right. so... Right. You no, know, he wasn't. He wasn't top billing. He right, was him and Martin Lawrence. Yeah, yeah. So, I decided to dip over into Black Twitter to see oh boy. how they felt about this situation. Mm -hmm. uh, they they screamed this shit is fake more than normie. Oh, uh, ab the, absolutely. Because blacks know like they, they know they when somebody's it. throwing they, a punch. They, they think they they think Will Smith is is the biggest pussy on the planet oh yeah he's a, he's letting his wife get get banged by rappers half his his, his son's age yeah yeah uh tupac being a very famous one yes that's right you know so like he's he's had a long history of being but in, it it's the compromise for the fame right like this is the this is the this is the shame you'll have to put up with in order to uh, have this level of success. I mean, and you're looking at, dude, the movies he's done, like I Am Legend, uh, The Pursuit of Happiness, Hitch. You know, I mean, Shark Tale wasn't exactly a banger, but I wrote right, but But he's gotten to play some of these uh, historical characters yep, and these Ali. historical movies. Yep. He did the, uh, well, it wasn't a really, well, it was historical, but The Legend of Bagger Vance, that was like a fakeumentary, you know, sort of story. I guess it might have been based on a true story. But Dude, the, the, fun, the funniest episode of that old cartoon, Home Movies, 
was when uh, Coach McGurk was trying to do like a Legend of Bagger Vance thing with. Oh, never mind. Oh man, I love that show. That was maybe like five people got that reference, but like yes. uh, that that episode I watched like maybe like twenty times. It cracked me up so much. That's funny. Coach McGurk was a funny character. He was yeah. H. John Benjamin is a very funny voice actor. Unfortunately, he's Jewish. Right. Oh gosh. Oh. I mean, come on. Like, like you're surprised. Like you're surprised. No, I'm not surprised. It's just you know, can't have anything. Right. Uh. Hey. Anyway, so well, yeah. Will Smith is a cuck, and but he, it's he well played known. Muhammad Ali. Yeah, he played Muhammad Ali, and he should have been able to throw a punch. That was fair. right. That's so like, another you can thing see, that's been making the rounds on Black Twitter is a fake cheek on Chris Rock. Oh, they're talking. They're, the Black Twitter is doing the fake the cheek pad. They're the ones that they're the, they're that's where it came out of. Oh, really? Yeah, I did not know it came out of Black Twitter. Yes, the the upscaled 8K uh, photos show show it looks like his face has a pad on it. Now, whether that's AI artifacting which we all know that I don't necessarily believe in that because bullet casings just don't disappear and reappear. Uh, that's not artifacting. Um, but could he, you know, could it have been the 8K upscaling and like it sh- made his teeth look like one big shiny white tooth? Like, you know what I mean? It does kind of do that smoothing effect. Um, maybe, I don't know, maybe he was wearing a pad. I don't I don't think you would need a pad in order to pull off a I don't fake either. slap on television. I don't either. I don't either. And I don't think But but that's how that's how little respect for this event uh black Twitter has for whatever this is. And and I said I said Monday morning, I said this is what you're gonna hear about all week. Yeah, well I mean first I would like to thank um, Will Smith and Chris Rock for acting this out so I don't have to hear normies talk about Ukraine anymore. Because- oh, dude, that's that's funny you said that. I was at the gym yesterday, and on local news, it showed the incompetent black mayor, I, I repeat myself, uh, Eric Johnson, being ha- given a oh boy uh, honorary Ukrainian flag to hang up at City Hall. And, uh, <sighs> you know. Man. I, and that that and I, I was like, man, if I wasn't in the middle of a set right now, I would try to find one of the employees and say, "Can you please just turn the fucking TV off?" <laughs> but I I looked up and I was seeing that, and I was just like, I couldn't believe it. I'm like, God, these fucking people. Oh, believe it, dude. Believe it. So we'll get to Ukraine in a little bit because of course there's Ukraine. You know, we I got to- we got to get back to the Ukraine, man. Got to get back to the Ukraine. Uh, okay, yeah. so there there are a couple other really terrible things that I've heard from backslash our side of things backslash mm-hmm. with the, uh, with the Chris Rock is, and Will Smith thing. Yes. Okay. This isn't a situation where a guy is defending his wife's honor. Can you can you can some of you please fucking stop? I yeah. Mean, give me a fucking this is break. terrible. His wife bangs rappers right. in front of him right so this isn't him defending his wife's honor there's no honor to defend there's none of that is none of that it, is real none Stop of it. you would be doing this if you were in a remotely identical situation which you're never going to be in and you can stop fantasizing that you're going to smack a gr- guy across the face because he made a joke about your wife's hair it's just it, seriously bro like stop right now 
to what Grognak said earlier about Chris Rock not looking the same, um, Chris Rock has always had those super indented cheeks, like his cheekbones protrude, and you can like see that like that line on the side of his mouth, right? The new guy has a similar thing, but it's shaped completely different. This new guy's face, like this Chris Rock, like it, it's not the same guy. It can't be the same. Well, guy. He, he was always very scrawny, wasn't he? Yes. Well, that was his thing. That he was, was the thing it, about Chris Rock. He was uh, he was the scrawny little la- loud mouth. Right. Black In New King, Jack right? City, he was this scrawny little crackhead. You know, it was like his first appearance. Uh, very- no, it was, uh, I'm going to get you, sucker. He he tried to buy one chicken wing. Those were around the same time. I wonder which one came out first. I guarantee that uh, it was, I'm going to get, gonna you, get sucker you, sucker, came out one first? chicken wing. Yeah, one rib, first of all. It was a rib or there wing? ribs. As, dude, are you kidding me? How much for yeah, dude? How much for the good load? That's a lot of money. Am, Let me get am one. I being Mon- one. Am I being Mondale affected right now? No, it's one rib, and then he asked for a so- how much for a soda? And he said it was like whatever, and he's like, you know, the cup. Pour it in my like, hand. Pour it, yeah. He's like, well, he's like, fuck the cup. Pour it in my hand for twenty five cent. Yeah, one rib, and then he said, you got change for hundred because he is you know a drug dealer with a lot of money. Get it. Yeah, I watched that movie more than once and laughed. So, yeah, I mean, it was trivializing. Um, okay, that movie's 1988. And then New Jack City. I think I'm going to win this one. 1990. Was it 90? Son of a bitch, 91. Ah! <laughs> Son of a bitch. All right, so it was. When was CB4? Hold on, that was another one. Uh, CB4 is 1993. 93, it was later. Yeah, it was later than that. I remember New Jack City. Yeah, you know what? I remember New... It's probably the way that I... The order in which that I saw them, that I remember it that way. Mm. Mm. Because I saw New Jack City first. Mm Mm-hmm. And then I didn't see I'm Going to Get You Sucker until after I saw... It was not one that I saw... um, Early on, what was the other one with the Wayne's brothers? Um, uh, don't 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 smoke don't be a, while drinking juice in the hood. Don't be a menace to society while drinking your juice in the hood. Yeah, something like that. That was one, but there was an was that the one where the oldest one was like supposedly like some sort of war hero? Uh, no, that was uh, I'm gonna get you sucker. That was I'm gonna get you sucker. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I'm. Uh, that I, was the one where the guy fell down, uh, died. Because uh, he was wearing too much. Too many. He OG. He overgolded. He OG. He overgolded. <laughs> Pimp of the year was oh, I'm gonna get you, sucker. Yeah. Dude got yes. out of dude got out of jail and his his goldfish were dead in his goldfish shoes. Well, no, no. He 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 got he got iced up. He got he got ready to to hit the streets again, and his style was so out out of date. That he 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 looked around. And he could tell people were looking at him funny, and he was walking around in his goldfish shoes, and like one of them broke, and things just started to fall apart for him. I thought it was when he he, he wore that out of jail when he got out of jail. That was the whole thing. He got out. Of, he was in prison for whatever, and he when he got out, he dressed and he put on the outfit he was wearing when he went to jail, and the fish were dead. And then he was running away from the people laughing at him, and he broke his heel, which had the goldfish. Anyway, uh, Mondale effect, man, total, yeah, total Mondale. Anyways, that was 
why those movies were funny, but that's like black stereotype. Like they would actually call like black exploitation type films, pretty much. Good. Yeah, good. That's what they're. I mean, minstrel shows. I'm cool with that. You know, they're hilarious. Better than them being trannies and doing stuff like white chicks. Right. Yeah, the Wayans brothers doing doing uh, white chicks was was pretty bad. I don't think I've ever seen more than like thirty seconds of that movie. I've only seen uh, GIFs. Mm-hmm. That, so, dude, that dude's dead, so I can't I know. pronounce it correctly I, now. I, I, what? That guy's dead, so what? I can pronounce it correctly now. GIF. It's still graphic. It's g- but whatever. Anyway. Uh, with the Chris Rock, we don't want the Chris Rock thing. You said like uh, yeah. about the defending his got- wife. I don't. I don't believe that. No, no, that's no, that's true. It's it's acting. These people are actors. They're liars. It was a scene that was acted out. I mean, like there was a mic. I mean, they just so happened to have a you know a boom mic or whatever ready to capture Will Smith's vulgarity on television. Man, the uh, the picture of the audience was funny though. Oh yeah, was it Ryan Gosling laughing with his hand over his mouth? Now that's a convincing FTM. Oh yeah, lot. Oh. I mean, very convincing. Very convincing. He's he's a lot of guys. A lot of that. That's me, right? What was that movie Drive? Except for the except for the scars underneath the uh, like right underneath the nipples. That's weird. Does he have yeah. those? Yeah. Gosling has nipple scars. Interesting. I did not know that. Hmm. But he's in he's he's in a lot of like millennials favorite. Uh, oh my god, I, I totally relate to that character. Yeah, movies. Drive is like the number one in that category. Oh no, I don't, I don't know, man. I think Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Uh, there are a lot of there are a lot of millennials and that. Yeah, well, Drive was him, Drive was him, first. Honestly, I think Drive was crying. first and probably bigger for these guys. I don't know. I think Drive was the original. Oh my god, he's me. I think I see more uh, 2049 memes than I do drive memes, but I do see both. Uh, we're on Twitter? Uh, in various places. I mean, how many, how many uh, Apus have you seen with like a pink face, you know, like crying in front of the giant uh, chick hologram? I, I don't think I've ever seen one. Yes, you have. Oh, my God. I mean, I don't recall, but okay, whatever. Anyway, Ryan Gosling thought it was funny. So everybody else was kind of a little little bit flabbergasted. The blacks in the audience pretended to, like, be shocked. All these actors. Everybody acted real quick. Okay, everybody, and act. You know who didn't think it was funny? Who's that? The drummer from Foo Fighters. Well, he couldn't think it's funny. He's dead. Man, it was a Taylor. That's his name. It's Taylor something. This is why Hawkins. I, Taylor Hawkins. Thank you, Grognak. Or Kurt Cobain. No, absolutely not. No. Absolutely not. No, but the wife, holy shit. Okay, so Taylor Hawkins' wife, <laughs> quotes wife. Everybody who Son. I've shown that picture to, and that's a boy. Yeah, the girl, the daughter, that's that's a boy's face, the square jaw. The only thing 
that people have pointed out with the wife is that the jaw isn't square, but you can get implants to make your jaw longer and make it look more feminine or sh- and shave it down. But that's a brow ridge. Those are male set eyes. That's a man's hand. I just showed people just a picture of the hand. Yeah. And I'm like, is that a guy or a girl? And they're like, dude, that's a guy's hand. Holy shit. Now, I have met, you know, women in the trades that have man hands. And that's what happens when you go in the trades, ladies. Uh, you're not going to have beautiful, soft hands anymore. But uh, this, some of these, um, what was, was it? A uh, data, this data chick, her hand looked like Gollum. Holy shit. Uh, all right. So in this anyway. photograph right here, uh, yeah. you know how we, we kind of joke about, well, there's no... There's no way you can hold your hands at rest without it being some kind of uh, hidden symbolism. No, that's correct? that's a hand making a symbol. That is the three sixes. But that's a hand making a symbol right there, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, the only thing that would have made it even more obvious was if she tucked her pinky in instead of like holding it off to the side, like it's not part of his hand right now. It's so it's such a weird thing, yeah. you know. It's like it, so. This is sort of a very weird, interesting trajectory and arc. Foo Fighters was one of those bands that openly came out and said, mandatory vax for all our fans. Oh, yeah. You can't come to any of our shows unless you get the fucking jab. And Dave Grohl was one of those guys who was very adamant um, and um, wasn't very happy with the anti-vax people, with 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 the vax refusers. Right. No, he did a few. He did a few commercials and mm-hmm. uh, appearances and stuff like that. He was, uh, yeah, it was very ugly and uh, about how adamant he was. And then in response, I, and I didn't realize that there were a lot of dedicated Foo Fighters fans, but apparently they were uh, openly getting online and showing them throwing their shit in the fucking trash. You know. Throwing their Foo Fighters shit in the trash. Right. Yeah, it was one of those like things a, where, where when guys would like burn their, you know, burn their their favorite player's uniform. Okay. All right. the Kaepernick y- stuff. You know, right. it's like it's like, well, all right, you th- you threw their CDs and albums in the trash, but you still paid for them. So right. And you did. Yeah, um. I, oh, you know, what we forgot. We forgot to. We forgot the um. The occult thing with the uh, the symbolism of Will Smith and Chris Rock. Oh, I. I was not aware that there was occult symbolism with that situation. There, there is, there is. Do we need to sock you back to that? I mean, we, we can, yeah, we can sock you back. Uh, you know what? Let's sock you back after we finish up. I was just scrolling through and I saw it. I was like, holy shit, we forgot that. Um, with the Taylor Hawkins thing. So Dave Grohl recently made a movie, Netflix movie. And I, uh, he was uh, what he, he murdered his whole band right in the movie yeah in order to in order to record an album for satan and he also he also he, uh, his last two albums have been uh dedicated to satan right right literally dedicated to satan lol right it's yeah. dedicated to satan that's a joke it's just a joke it's just being edgy right no, that was never really like that was never really like a huge part of the Foo Fighters identity at all. 
uh, you know, they, 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 they more just had like a, a what would you say? It was, it was kind of like a, it was still carrying over the sort of grunge sort of thing, I guess. Yeah, it was, it wasn't quite grunge, but it, they took, they took over for where Nirvana left off and they, you know, like a light rock version of them. So I, I, I saw something uh, on my Twitter feed. Apparently, they think Taylor Hawkins was uh, Kurt Cobain pretending to be the drummer, so they switched places. Oh my god! And that he, that he had work done, but I, I didn't see any like side by side that was remotely convincing of that. Yeah, I still, I, I still think you know, like if. Since he's part of the Twenty Seven Club or whatever, they they put him somewhere else that is just not obvious to us. It's Jim Gaffigan. I, I that, yeah, that's what I said originally. Yeah, <laughs> it's Jim Gaffigan. I, I'm I'm fine with it being Jim Gaffigan. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I came up with that on the fly. I, I was like, I, I <laughs> who's who's somebody that's remotely popular that no one would ever suspect was actually Kurt Cobain, and the like for like my head came up with Jim Gaffigan and I was like, yeah, fuck it. Jim Gaffigan. Dude, do a side by side on them guys though. <laughs> one looks like a really fat Kurt Cobain. Right. Right. And the other one is, you know, Kurt Cobain. Yeah. And the other one's Jim Gaffigan. I don't know. Anyway, um, I was trying to do a fat Elvis joke, but that didn't. Yeah. Oh my God. Did you guys see the pictures? Uh, so who posted this stuff about how many prescriptions Elvis was prescribed? Like his last couple of years. Did you see that? Yeah. He was taking like Nuts. hundreds of thousands of pills. Ridiculous. They were killing that person, whatever, male or female. But so Dave Grohl, so Dave Grohl's uh, last two albums were dedicated to Satan. He, uh, he made that movie where he murdered his entire band for Satan to make an album for Satan. And now uh, Taylor Hawkins dies. But Taylor Hawkins had just received his booster. He received his, I want to say Pfizer booster so that he could go on tour and he died. And now they're doing the thing. They're doing the thing where they're, um, they're bringing up his, his former, you know, heroin use. And that's what happened. He had a relapse and it was a, it was a drug, it was a drug, you know, drug induced, uh, heart thing that happened to him. He just died. It was drugs. So yeah, no. It was most likely. Oh yes, here's the here's well, an article. According to the according to the authorities in the country of Colombia where he died, they said he had ten substances in his system. Right, right. Because Colombia is known for their honest authenticity reporting. and and records. Right, authenticity their, and records and their fidelity. Mm-hmm. Their, their fidelity to the truth when it comes. I was going to say, yeah, I was going to say the devotion dying in their country, fanatical devotion to the, to the truth. Yes. So Foo Fighters drummer Taylor Hawkins, who died Friday in Colombia, had a heart that weighed double the average for men his age. According to a new report, forensic experts during an examination found Hawkins heart weighed at least 600 grams, double the average of 300 to 350, which is most men's hearts. Hmm. I wonder what 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 is an enlarged heart? Is that myocarditis or pericarditis? It's one of the two. Hmm. What are those the one of the side effects of big time? Oh yeah, the shot. There you go. Most likely, most likely this is a COVID related death. COVID so vaccine related death. Excuse me. 
I didn't watch the movie. I'm never going to watch that movie. But is it the actual members of Foo Fighters that die in the movie or musician oh. friends of his that he gets to show up as uh, for cameos to be in a pretend band that he kills off? I, you're implying that I know. Oh, I figured you would have seen it. By no, I don't, I don't like I don't. Why would I have seen stuff it? like that? What? Why would I have seen that? Well, it's in, first of all, it's Netflix, I believe, right? Uh, I don't know. Like they were, they were, uh, they were pushing YouTube promos of it when I was trying to mm. watch videos on YouTube about a month ago. Oh, was it, a, it was a YouTube movie then. I mean, that's possible, or just a yeah. movie, or that they were just pushing the promo. Yeah, I don't, I don't know where where it was, um, you know, where they showed it, but I know I have not seen it. I mean, it could have been the Foo Fighters. I don't know. We'll have to look it up. Can I can I ask the intern to look it up? Yeah, look that up there, Grognak. You can look that up. <laughs> I mean, you can. Yeah, that's. <laughs> yeah, I, I am. I am trying to. Was it th- this a music video? No, it's a movie yeah. he did. Yeah, it's so a Dave movie Cole that he just, just did recently. Came out with a, a movie, a comedy. Okay, I'll find it. Okay. Oh yeah, that's the uh, other part. I mean, it's a comedy. That's right. Yeah. It's a dark comedy. So funny. So funny. Hmm. I mean, it looks stupid as hell. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of like one of those broken lizard type movies. The um, speaking of Jim Gaffigan, Super Troopers. The, wait, Jim Gaffigan was in Super Troopers? Yeah. Yeah. He was the he was the meow guy. No, he wasn't. Yes, he was. No, it's a different fat guy. No, that's Jim Gaffigan. Hmm. Yeah. Their beer movie sucked. Oh, Beer Fest was bad. Yeah. Uh, the the one where they have the guy that's pretending to be uh, they have Bill Paxton pretending to be Jimmy Buffett. That was okay. I don't remember that one. Which one was that one? Uh, it was on. It was on some Caribbean island, and people were getting killed. It's like a fake horror movie. People were getting killed off one by one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that was um, oh something island. Yeah, I remember that was yeah. that was also terrible. Yeah, that was Jim well, it, it was terrible, but Bill Paxton was funny. Yeah, yeah, that was that was Bill actually pa- kind of Bill funny. Paxton pretending to be Jimmy Buffett was funny. Yes, yes. God, God rest, God rest his soul. I, I I liked the stupid movies you were in, Bill. I liked a lot of it. Yeah, yeah. Game over, man. Game over. Yeah, literally. Yeah. I Press mean, F in the chat for Twister. Right, God. dude. Yeah. Some of those movies weren't stupid. Like Twister was not stupid. That was a pretty cool movie. Yeah, I mean, for the special effects and stuff, the you know the plot was like whatever. I mean the, the the romantic part of the plot was like whatever because wasn't that was that Jodie Foster or was that uh, what's her face from Mad About You? Uh, that was what's her face from Mad, Mad About You? Like the pinched face there. The super... ha- uh, Helen Hunt. Helen Hunt. Yes, yes. Hank Hunt. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a dude. Yeah, that's a guy. That's so a guy. the the intern has dropped the two trailers and uh, trailers in the chat. We're we're not going to watch the trailer. Yeah, Thank Studio Six Six Six. That's what it's called. Studio Six Six Six. That's just great. Yep. 
So it is a, so okay. It so it is Foo on YouTube. Fighters movie. Yes, Foo so Fighters movie on yeah, YouTube. In, so in the last like ten seconds of the trailer, he throws a symbol at Hawkins' head to like decapitate him. So he kills him in the, tra- in the okay, trailer. Okay, so like, the very end. so he kills. So okay, so Dave Grohl kills everybody in in his movie. Okay, there we go. So yeah, something. I, I think he also released an album the day that Hawkins died. Am, am I not mistaken? That I don't know. I had not heard that. I don't know. I that's not something I heard. But but the movie, yeah, the movie is just like, oh wow, look at this. We killed everybody in the movie, or he killed everybody in the movie. Now Taylor Hawkins dies. I don't know. Maybe that's maybe that's just a coincidence. Is it though? I don't think so. Any more entertainment news? What else we got besides? Uh, Dream Widow. Dream Widow is the album he he released on the 25th. Dream Widow. Yep. Interesting. And that thing is a widow now. So. Yep. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, I guess it's still, yeah, it's still Widow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so I guess the, this could... the, al- the album cover has. I, I don't know. What do you call that? What do you call the uh, star? Uh, it's the six. It's the six pointed star. There's a name for this kind of star. The Merkaba. I don't know. Put the drop it in the chat or something. I have no idea what you're talking about. I've never seen this. What's the album called? Dream Widow. Dream Widow. Hmm. One word? Yep. Well, no. Two words. Okay. There you go. So it's over a... Oh, uh, that. Yeah, is, that's the... Is that a tape? Is that supposed to be a tape or supposed to be nu- nuclear? Is that is that like a tape reel? That's a tape reel. Okay. So what kind of star is that? Uh, it could be well wait a second that could be a nuclear but it's upside down i think it's a tape i think it's supposed to be a tape reel. yeah i think i think it's supposed to be a tape reel but that star i that's not the merkaba the merkaba is what the that one other band tool they used it um i forgot what that star is called reinhardt would know but he's not here He's our pronunciation and and star expert. Right. Pronunciation, stars, and um, I don't know, lots of other things. But yes, we are coming up on the end of the first hour, by the way. So why don't we take a break? Um, maybe we can figure out what this star is during the break. Did you post a song? Because I was thinking Russian Circles for some reason tonight. Uh, I, I posted a song. It's a uh, Richard Devine. Oh, he's a. Uh, there's a song called Cap Tracked. What is it now? It's, is it in the it, Is it in the channel or the prep chat? It's in the channel and the prep chat. Let's see it. All right, go ahead and tell what what is it called again? Cap Track. All right. Well, we're going to listen to that, and we'll be back. It's super glitchy. Oh, boy.
right, everybody, we're back. This is still the Nationalist Inquirer. I'm over here with Dogbot and Grognak, and I'm Johnny Monoxide. Uh, we figured out over the break, Grognak pulled it up, what that star is. That star is on the cover of Aleister Crowley's book called Magic, M-A-G-I-C-K, Magic. That's where the star, that's where that star comes from. It's Aleister Crowley's. So I, I don't know what, I don't know exactly what, but that's where I remember it from. I'm sure there's an actual name for it, which I don't know, but there you go. So Dave Grohl's metal album has the Aleister Crowley magic star on the cover. Well, imagine that. Mm -hmm. It's edgy, bro. Yep. I can't wait to have a bunch of people tell us what the name of that star is uh, after we post the show. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm sure they'd be like, you guy, I can't believe you didn't know. I know it's related to the Thelemites. I don't know if he came up with it himself or maybe it was something he found on uh, Freemason, Trakis, and Boaz stuff. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Missing our guy. I have no idea. So I'm sure, like you said, somebody will somebody will bring it up and tell us what it is. Yeah, there's there's a couple different versions of it. Crowley's got a couple different versions of that thing. There's one with that looks like a clover in the middle, and there's anyway, it's not good. Whatever it is, right? And it's Dave Grohl just being super edgy guy. You know, doesn't mean anything. Just being edgy. You know, just worshiping Satan, just pretending. Anyway. They're always just pretending. All of them are always just pretending. So like, there's. There's no chance whatsoever that the band Ghost isn't like full blown satanic and dressed up like satanic popes, and that's just edgy and cool, right? And you there's know? there's Dave Grohl, you know, hanging out with with the dudes from Ghost who pretend to be satanic popes. Yeah, didn't like like didn't like, Dave Grohl have a like song? The whole thing. Didn't the Foo Fighters have a song called "The Pretender"? I don't. I. I I don't know. Like, I'm not going to lie. Uh, when I hear that there goes my hero song on the radio, I'm like, that's eh, pretty catchy. Yeah, I get, yeah, no, absolutely. It is. Yeah. There's a song called yeah. pretender. Yeah. I knew that. I, I see. It was right. It's that's, got a catchy hook, you know? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. He played in ghost. Oh, he played in ghost. Yes. Like secretly wearing a mask. Oh, Oh, well, they all wear face paint or oh. outfits and shit. So. Yeah, they wear, they all wear face paint. And they, like you said, they dress like satanic popes. Uh, Dave Grohl supposedly played the drums on the Nine Inch Nails album with teeth, but it just sounds, I mean, it sounds like maybe he played like a few loops that mm. got sampled on there. It's not Might like. Be. Might be. He, he did play, he did play for Queens of the Stone Age. For a little bit too. Uh, on rated R, right? I thought it was two albums. Was it one? Yeah, I, it was at least rated R. Yeah, he did. I got to actually. He did. Um, he did a surprise appearance on at the Oakland show at a Nine Inch Nails Foo Fighters concert that I was at. He only did one song, but he was there. He came out and played. He waved. Went That's back. neat. Yeah. So it was kind of cool, but whatever. Um. Yeah, he's satanic. <laughs> it's just edginess, bro. It's not real. It's just an act, right? They don't really worship Satan. You think they really worship Satan? Of course they do. 
Well, they don't. If you've already sold your soul for fame and success to him, it, whether you actually worship him or not is sort of a moot point. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like, does he actually have an altar set up somewhere where he's like, yeah? I mean, who knows? Yeah. But mm-hmm. he did just come out with a movie where he killed uh, the drummer in his band who's now dead. And right. the day he died is the day an album of his comes out with the weird star on it. And yeah, so I don't know. We don't believe in coincidences here on this program. Nope. Never have. Never will. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. There's also a thing where like very successful bands have to get rid of their most talented member in order to achieve super fame, which Um, is what happened with both Metallica and the Red Hot Chili Peppers. You thought Hillel was the, was the, the uh, Hillel Slovak was considered the most talented member of the band. Okay. That's for fair. his guitar playing. Yeah, that's fair, I guess. Um, and, and Cliff Burton, clearly, mean, Cliff I Burton mean, is, yeah. It's, it's, it's not, not even, even arguable. No, that's Cliff not Burton even an argument. The, the only, I mean, James, okay. like, James' rhythm playing during the 80s was great, but Cliff Burton was an amazing bass player. So. Okay. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, we, we, like, James was good at one thing. Cliff was a phenomenal bass player. Anyway, yeah, no, that happens all the time. It at least happens. I don't know if it happens all the time. Well, I mean, there's always happens. there's the sacrifice of. I mean, it's not maybe maybe you're right. Maybe it's not all the time. I don't know. Um, is it always a drug overdose? You know, when a guy dies, or are they just sacrificing a band member? Well, I mean, in Cliff Burton's case, it's a bus falling on him. Right. I mean, that's there, there's that. What I'm saying is that, like you know, or when when they when you do hear about people dying in bands, I mean that does happen, you know, right? Like you know, Lane Staley and I don't know. This is this is now. This is the music episode. <laughs> My God! All right, let's let's move on. Let's move on. No more no more music posting. We were going to move from entertainment to. Uh, do you want to do? Um, do you guys want to do the, the Ukraine stuff? Yeah. Or the man-made horrors beyond comprehension. I mean, those kind of, those kind of go into each other, don't they? <laughs> right. Well, I mean, to close out entertainment and to go into, um, into the Ukraine stuff. Here we go. There's a, there's a couple of Reddit posts. Let me read this real quick. No one's going to get through to Putin. The point is to break through the lies that the Kremlin are feeding the Russian people. They reply, anyone else think that more modern relevant actors could come out and make a video like a collaborative effort from the Marvel cast or Star Wars cast or Harry Potter cast? Imagine a video with the entire Avengers all appealing to the Russian people or demanding Putin to stop. Surely Putin has a favorite actor who could get through to him. For me, if Captain Marvel told me to stop doing something, I know I'd be powerless to continue. Wow. I don't think I've ever had gayer words come out of my mouth in my life. Like, those the, that might be the gayest thing I might have ever read out loud. 
It's just so bad. It is. It, it, it's it's the it's the accumulation of all the media saturation, the cape shit, mm. and the you know, and, and all of that stuff. And it's it's funneled through this prism that is uh, Reddit or whatever, you know, and it, it it it's creating some very very strange people that don't know how to interact with reality in ways that. I didn't think would be possible. Yeah. I mean, every day, every, every day, something that Ted Kaczynski said, uh, is coming more and more true. Jeez. Like everything, man, all this modern society, it's terrible. What it's done to people's brains, you know, especially, especially in America. All right. So moving into Ukraine, um, so there was an Edmonton, uh, up, up in up in Canada, uh, an oil tank exploded, and what is the first thing they do? Oh, CNN gets uh, a, a team of their photographers, their their video crew over there at a site of explosions near Lviv. Wait a minute, this is the same shot that they're using from Edmonton, including Edmonton Fire Department. More fake and gay. Hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, it, this is all very reminiscent of the desert storm footage where the guys were in the basement and they they weren't really in Baghdad, right? And they, you know, they were they definitely had the pot, in a soundstage. The potted plant, yeah, you know, bounced around stuff. <laughs> the yeah, you know, they 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 were they were struggling to get the hard hats or the helmets on. Yep. Yeah, it's really, I mean, it is as fake as it gets. I don't understand how, like, people still believe this is actually a thing, you know? Um, what was this? Okay, and, oh, another another fake and gay news, okay, because of, because what is it? The Russians use Z, they put Z on their trucks or whatever. Is that a Russian thing? Yeah, 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 for World War Z. Right, for World War Z. So, um, the German state of Lower Saxony makes displaying Z a criminal offense. Germany just banned a letter. Because well, I mean, it has to do with Russia. they ban a mustache for a long time, too? They still ban the mustache. You can't, you can't walk around with that mustache on. Pretty Germany. sure, get, yeah, right. You get arrested, right? Pretty sure that's what happens, yep. So yeah, they banned a letter. So I mean, Germany's Germany's been gay for a very long time. I think just recently they allowed his image to appear in a commercial. Hmm. And I, I for I, I forgot what the edgy commercial was supposed to be, but it, that was that was just recently. I did not know that. Huh. Yeah, because yeah, it's been like a major crime to. To even probably say his name in public in, in in any way other than like you know to Hitler. Well, you know what? We really don't have that much Ukraine stuff this week. Great. We can transition to something else. Well, I mean, I oh. guess we better get. Yeah, I know, right? Let's get oh. the what? No, no, we're not going to do that. We're going to turn the Z on its side and make it an N. <laughs> Well, yeah, do you want to doom post now or do you want to do the uh, the training stuff now? 
Uh, let's let's go ahead and get the Doom po- posting out of the way. Okay. So a few things are going on. Um, according to it's a post from Neon Revolt, I'm just going to read it. Uh, I don't think people realize what just happened over the past few days, so I'm going to try and explain what I'm seeing. The Russian central bank pegged one gram of gold to 5,000 rubles, currently about 50 bucks. At the same time, Putin made it so that Russian gas and oil can only be purchased in rubles, meaning Putin basically just pegged Russian oil and gas to gold using paper rubles as a proxy, meaning Europe will need to either buy rubles from Putin in gold in order to buy gas and oil, or they will have to buy directly in gold, which means there will soon be a lot more demand for rubles. Currently, the forex rate for rubles to dollars is about 100 to 1. But with 5,000 rubles now equaling one gram of gold and oil being priced directly in gold, you're going to see a massive price disruption in these forex markets in terms of how much gold a dollar can actually still buy. Uh, So basically... This is going to lead to countries like uh, that are currently not pegged to uh, any currency pegged to gold will now fit the bill, which means countries like Japan will be dumping their dollar debt as fast as they can. Uh, They're not going to be going down with that with the dollar going down. So what happens is uh, with with the ruble being a gram or uh, with 5000 rubles being a gram of gold and, and oil being priced directly in gold. So you're going to see. You're going to see um, inflation here and deflation on the ruble. I mean, if you look at gas prices, like gas prices here are like nine, ten bucks in some places, and Russian gas is like a dollar a gallon for them. So um, the deflationary effect that this will have on the ruble will make the ruble more valuable over time, which means that um, Putin can repeg the ruble to gold at whatever rate he wants later. Uh, so it's 5,000 today. It might be 500 next week and then 100 and then 10. Why not? So all those XX dollars being dumped by foreign nations are going to come home and cause hyperinflation. Now, we've seen inflation, ridiculous amounts of inflation. I mean, just just with gas, food prices are going up. Uh, a little while ago, 445 today, uh, the ruble broke 90 to 1. So it's going down. So it was 100 to 1 earlier. Now it's 90 to 1. Once the ruble hits 76 to 1 rubles to US dollars, the US dollar hyperinflation cycle begins with an absolute maximum lag time of two months at the most optimistic. Translation, the Vatican have just become the first to pay for gas in rubles. 10 million euro equivalent payment. So apparently the Vatican bought a bunch of gas from Russia in rubles today. Great. Here we go. Right? All the stuff we've been talking about. Here we go. Man, geopolitics. I, Dude, but geopolitics cause hyperinflation and hyperinflation affects you. I know. I know. And I just, it, it, it's all so very frustrating. Mm-hmm. It is. Because stuff that's going on, I mean, I know a lot of the stuff on Ice Age Farmer's channel sometimes tends to be a lot of the sky is falling, chicken little type posting. But um, in Belfast, Maine, there was a huge fire at a very large potato processing plant. So that's going to have um, it's one of their biggest ones, actually. So Thursday, fire destroyed this facility in, you know, in Belfast, which served, OK, 138 people lost their job. The Penobscot McCrum plant. Yeah. 
So that's going to, that's going to cause a problem. I mean, that's going to cause a problem. A lot of potatoes come from Maine. A lot of them are processed at this facility. I wonder if the fire was purposeful. Hmm. I saw a very interesting uh, map. Mm-hmm. It was a map showing uh, countries that are dependent on other people's food and countries that aren't. And the countries that aren't were in green. Yeah, I saw and that. the countries map. that yes. are are in varying shades of orange mm-hmm. and or red, right? Mm-hmm. And so on the entire continent of Africa, <laughs> there was just one country that was like a light green. Is it Zambia? Zambia, yeah. because the white farmers that left Rhodesia uh, made homes in Zambia. So that's the only place where there's prodigious, far, you know, prodigious agriculture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, I, Zimbabwe. Well, I, a lot of them came from Zimbabwe when they got kicked out of Zimbabwe as well. I, I said Rhodesia. Oh, right. No, you're right. My bad. Well, when when they turned it into Zimbabwe... A lot of people left, but then, like recently, when they when they all got thrown out, it's two separate. It's two separate movements. I said what you're saying, though. Well, they tried it. They said they said, "Hey, please come back." Right. Like, uh, uh, four years ago, there were those articles where they were saying, "Hey, hey, hey. remember? Yeah. Hey, don't forget about like all the bad shit that happened. Can you come back, please?" Right. We're eating dirt cookies like the Haitians. We don't like that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, hyperinflation, right? Zimbabwe, hyper do the trillion dollar bill. Yeah. Yeah, that place is terrible. Um, so not just not just Maine, but uh, apparently the um, thank you uh, filed under thanks harp. Very cool. Uh, an unprecedented cold spell in Cyprus destroys the entire potato. Seventy percent, excuse me, seventy percent of the potato production has been destroyed. There you go. And whatever is left is of subpar quality. Thanks, Harp. Yep. There you go. Thanks, Harp. Very cool. Um, We also have a massive, massive fertilizer shortage going on. Um, We are, okay, according to, I don't know who wrote this. I'm I'm opening this sub stack. I don't want to have to pay for it, though. Oh, cool. So apparently, this is a lot longer of an article than I want to read. Um, yeah, there's there's a, there's a massive, like, massive spike in prices, and that's causing a lot of production issues. Um, fertilizer is like, f- holy shit! Um, we have fertilizer shortages. We have we have um, we have more bird flus. We have weather problems. We have harp fucking fucking up entire crops. We have fires. Yeah, all this stuff is bad for the for you know for that whole food shortage thing that we've been talking about. So the FDA uh, has come. Well, okay, so Arkansas joins Georgia in the bird flu emergency. So the FDA has said that there we now have a uh, full on emergency. And there is a new outbreak of where is it? Georgia outbreak. I'm I'm reading the wrong thing. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> no, I'm reading the right article, but I'm reading the wrong part of it. There we go. The Arkansas yeah. Department of Agriculture activates the avian emergency rule. I was reading the Telegram post and not the article. My bad. So using PCR testing, by the way, which I mean, are they? Oh, uh, fantastic. Yes. We know how great those work. Right. By using PCR testing, they are um, two states, Arkansas and Georgia now have gone to the um, emergency avian emergency rule. Excuse me. Not I said that twice. The avian emergency rule, which gives them the right to uh, is prohibited to exhibit poultry and domestic waterfowl or move poultry or domestic waterfowl from or within an affected area. Poultry and waterfowl cannot be sold, bartered, traded, auctioned, or given away at fairs, swap meets, auctions, flea markets, and similar events and locations within an affected area. So, poultry with commuter agreements or pre-movement avian influenza testing by polymerase, chain reaction, PCR, or antigen capture are exempt from this provision. So, I guess if you test your birds, you can do the thing. That doesn't make any sense. But yeah. More bird flus, guys. So they did it in Sweden. I believe they made it illegal to own chickens. Um, in England, they did a thing where they made it illegal to own chickens. I don't remember where. It might have been just different counties. But now now two states are enacting emergency uh, measures for some bird flu. So another source of protein. But don't worry. Don't worry. Um, and a, uh, an engineer has designed a vertical chicken farm. Architecture. Right. Yeah. Andre Ford this is back from is a while back, but, uh, he proposed a new system for the mass production of chicken that removes the bird's cerebral cortex so that they don't experience the horrors of being packed tightly together in vertical farms. All right. Ah, yes. More man-made horrors beyond comprehension. Uh, incredibly man-made. Yes. Oh, absolutely. 100% man-made. I mean, and um, I heard someone say that, you know, this is actually a little less horrific than the actual uh, mass chicken farms that they live on right now, apparently. Where they're, where they're not just vertical. They're just, they are just literally stacked on top of each other. But at least, at least with the vertical chicken farm, they have the cerebral cortex removed so they don't know what's going on, I guess. Ugh. <laughs> right. It's all so tiresome. Oh, it's so, so tiresome. But hey, man, tendies, right? Nuggies. Fried chicken. On every corner. Three different brands of fried chicken at every, like, food desert exit. Right, you can get Bojangles and Popeyes and KFC, or you can get your other, you know, you can get your shitty burgers, but that's all you can get when you're when you're driving anywhere. Right. And don't forget your shitty burger joints, like your McDonald's and Burger King, also have several chicken items on the menu. Chicken is a huge food source in the United States. Huge staple. Huge staple, absolutely. I had chicken this evening. Huh. I am fasting. So. Yeah. I can't. I don't know if I can do that because I have to be around people. I mean, I do too. Have you, have you guys seen what happens when Popeyes runs out of chicken for like just a day? Oh, that was one of the funniest. That was one of the funniest news stories. Uh, what do they call those pieces, Dogbot? When the ones like the little local piece. It's a lo- local news, but uh, 
I forgot what the, what the it's not like a humanitarian piece, but uh, anyway, the yes, the Popeyes that ran out of chicken and they, then the news interviewed people as they were driving by or driving in and out of the drive through. That was great. People get pissed though. People do get pissed. Yeah, how, how they're, they're not to happy feed my about kids? it. How are they supposed to feed their kids? <laughs> Boy, oh boy. All right, yeah, so vertical chicken farming is not all that people have uh, coming in the in the world of future foods. Where's that other article I had? Um, again, this is why I don't, like, I don't like this channel thing. Oh, it's right underneath it because, of course, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I, I scrolled past thing. it. I'm like. Yeah, so the FDA, okay, now the FDA makes a low-risk determination for marketing products from genome-edited beef cattle after safety review. There you go. They are, is the agency's first enforcement discretion decision for an intentional genomic alteration in an animal for food use. Hmm. So what they're saying is now they're publicly admitting that they're editing genes of the food well, that you eat. I mean, they've been doing it for a while, and we just and we've been warning, we've been we've been warning people about this sort of thing. And yo, know, Alex Jones has been saying it's been happening for a long time. You right. know, right? Well, they're making the and, human pig chimeras up on the ISS, but um. I mean, the FDA has made low-risk determinations for enforcement discretion and many other IGAs in animals for non-food uses and has approved for, uh, applications for five IGAs in groups of goats, chicken, salmon, rabbit, and most recently in a line of pigs. So, hmm. Yeah. Intentional Genomic Alterations, IGAs. Wow, mm -hmm. they 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 made a little uh, abbreviation out of it. Oh yeah, you always got to have an acronym. It's the government got to have got to have your acronym. That's, that's not an acronym though, unless you're saying EGAs. No, an acronym is when you an, an acronym. IGA. It makes its own word, like scuba or radar or NASA. Right, but also FDA is an acronym. No, it's not. It's an abbreviation, isn't it? Oh no, you're right. Unless yeah. you're saying FUDA. No, 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 you're right, you're right. I added up, yeah, no, you're right, it's an app, yeah. Okay, Acro an acronym is when it makes a word. Okay. Like, GIF. Right. Anyway, um... <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Like that one. He's like, he's like a beaten dog. You've d defeated him on this. It's just, no, it's, it's just like, whatever, dude, like... Whoa, there's some synchronicity. I, I have our, our show chat open and somebody put in Jim Peanut Butter. <laughs> oh, there you go. It's like they can hear us. So weird. We're not we're not streaming. <laughs> no, no, we're not streaming. Yeah. But we will be. We will be. We will be. We will be next week. Yeah. No, a uh, week after next. I like that we'll be doing the uh, Nationalist Inquirer uh, streaming. It's going to be fun. Yeah, it will be. 
So, okay. So the, I, it might be the EGA because everything else in this sentence is a freaking acronym, the CRISPR and the SLIC. These are, I, where's the abbreviation for what SLIC makes? Uh, whatever. <laughs> so the FDA is editing genes on your beef. There you go. I mean, they 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 want us eating Ouroboros steaks, don't they? The, but that'll only be for the elite, right? Because it'll just be too expensive to make. Right. The uh, well, the Ouroboros steaks were you could get you could get meat made from your favorite celebrity. Yeah. Yeah. Not just. I mean, you you could do it from yourself, but you could also you can also buy celebrity steaks. That's really well. They're also going to be um, uh, making real artificial meat. So synthetic, but still beef. That kind of stuff. That's really, I don't, there's no way. It's not enough money to get me to eat that crap. Not doing it. Has anybody had, anybody done an impossible Whopper? I will never do that. Yeah, I know people that have. I'm like, why, dude? They're so good. No, no. There's no way you heard anybody use that with English in their mouth to say that to you. Yeah, I actually have. I actually have. I have two people have actually said they were... The, uh, Get the fuck out of here. One guy I, 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 is... Wait a second. One guy is um, is built like Johnny Bravo. I mean, the guy's... He's, he, he goes once a month to get his blood work done because he's on TRT. Dude, you're juicing. We know you're juicing. Stop it. Like, he's fucking huge, right? Um, but he is a... Uh, he's a vegan who juices, which is very odd to me um and he eats a lot of this kind of stuff so he eats the impossible burgers all the time and he says they're delicious and another guy is a guy who is um a friend of the show or a friend or or a former facebook friend of the show i don't know if he's still out there listening but um yeah, he said that he had one. He goes, you know, if you have them once in a while, you know, it's, it won't kill you. And they're really, really good. Like, they won't kill you? That's the standard? If you have it, like, you know, it's not going to kill It's not gonna kill you if you have it once in a while. Well, no, everybody, you've heard that before. You know, like, I give the kid candy, it won't kill him. You know, a little candy every now and then ain't going to hurt. Or a little of this isn't going to hurt. It's just, it's just a, a colloquialism to talk about. I can't even bring myself to go through a drive-through anymore. Like I, I, I recently I did get a water burger, but halfway through I'm like, this is not good. I just like in my head I remember it being good once in a while. Yeah, water burgers are good once in a while. I believe I haven't had one in years, but I mean, right. But halfway through I'm like, I, I didn't need to get this. No, but, but you finish I, it anyways because it's good. Well, and I paid for it. Uh, yeah, the Dr. Pepper shake there is really good, and I know that's I know it's got to be just pure poison, right? Sure. It's just it's, sure. It's consumable poison. Yeah, it is. But you know, every now and then, it's not going to kill you, <laughs> right? Uh, I mean, that's the that's then. the that's how it. I, I don't think I could ever bring myself to eat a quarter pounder with cheese ever again, though. No, I don't think I could eat a McDonald's burger 
Um, I, I'm not above a fish sandwich though. Filet of fish, no cheese, extra yeah, but, tartar. But, but after seeing, after after seeing like what happens to one that's been under like a glass. You know, like a thing of glass for a little while. Not even under a glass. To, the doctor, no, that one doctor has it just sitting out on his desk. Like and it a, hasn't, it hasn't gone stale or anything. Like, it, well, it's no mold it's on gone it. Stale, but it doesn't have any mold on it. Yeah, no, it, it's like a, it's like a brick, but it's not. Like you can't eat it. It probably wouldn't kill you though. <laughs> I don't think I could ever. Yeah, I don't think I could ever eat another McDonald's burger. I I couldn't eat chicken nuggets ever again because I was watching um, that old show that used to be on Fox Red Eye with my son, and uh, the the ombudsman that was on there was reading off the the method in which they make chicken nuggets. Oh, have you and never I remember, seen? I I remember my son and I looking at each other. We're going, well, never getting those again. Yeah, Jamie Oliver, he's a chef. He did a program for, I want to say kindergartners or first graders, and he showed how chicken nuggets were made from start to finish, like, you know, the mechanically separated chicken and blah, 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 and they turn it into a paste and the pink goo and all that shit, right? And um, yeah. all the kids were like, ew, gross, ah, right? And as soon as they came out of the grease, though, nuggies! I, I, I know, yep. I know. It's yep. So I mean, you can you know, and you can tell people what's in this stuff, and you can show people what's in this stuff. I mean, they are kids; they're very young kids who are very much into chicken nuggets. Um, but you can tell them what's in it, how bad it is, and people don't care. You know, I, I still I, eat hot dogs. You still eat hot dogs? Do you eat like? Yeah. Do you eat good hot dogs, or do you eat like? <laughs> Which ones are the good ones? Well, there are. I mean, there are. No, I mean there are. I don't eat the ones that are like really, really pink. <laughs> no, you can actually whoa, whoa. buy like <laughs> hot dogs that are made from actual decent cuts of beef that are, you know, or pork or whatever. If you get all beef hot dogs or whatnot, like Gro- Grognak's had a cookout and somebody tries to hand him like a really, really pink wiener, and he's like, he's like, <laughs> nah. What do you mean, nah? <laughs> A little too pink for this wiener is a little too pink for me, bro. No, there's um. You know what I'm talking about, like the high nitrate ones or whatever. Yeah, they are. yeah, I know. What they you look mean. like the they look like the fake fish food tablets you go fishing with. The fake fish food tablets that you go fishing with. I have no idea. And a little know. orange or pink little fish tablets. Nope. I'm not ringing a bell. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm out. Yeah, I do a lot of fishing. I don't think I've ever. I don't think I've, I don't know what you're talking Maybe about. Maybe it's an old thing. Might be. I used to use night crawlers. Oh yeah, live baits. We used to go to the 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 fish the fish guyer, and uh, he would give us a whole bucket full of night crawlers. We always we always found our own. Well, yeah, whatever. Yeah, well, with worms are big. With yeah, with worms. Um, Also, um, we did a lot. My dad had a boat, and we did a lot of ocean fishing. So. Sandworms, Ooh. fucking sandworms were great, dude. Those things with the fucking pincher on the end, those were awesome. <laughs> oh man, I miss going fishing. Hey, we we got All some right. rage fuel. Now we cut out. Yeah, we, do we want to do the rage fuel or do we want to play, do... play the play the tranny lady? 
All right. Play the tranny lady. I don't know. I don't know. We're, we're going to Dis- do the, you know. Disney tra- Disney tranny lady. Disney tranny lady. I, I thought we'd laugh at. We would laugh at Katanji. <laughs> so you were talking about Cory Booker for a minute. Right. <laughs> well, that's a tranny lady, too. Right. I thought we were going to talk. I thought we were going to laugh at the uh, the um, Supreme Court nominee. I forgot all about that one. Yeah. All right. We still, have, we still got plenty of time. We still got plenty of time. Okay. Yeah, we got plenty of time. Um, so in, in, apparently in the the state of Florida... Yeah, in the Flo- state of Flo- Florida, Florida, the state of Florida, they passed Florida. the the parental rights bill, right? Which the which all the leftards are saying, uh, it's called the "Don't Say Gay" bill because, you know, I mean, honestly, please don't, right? But hey, yeah, like, but they they think they think that's a bad thing to call it that, but no, like, yeah, don't. Don't talk about your gay shit at school. This is supposed to be some kind of stoppage of indoctrinating your kids to be degenerates at school. Right, because they teach gender identity classes and they have um, all that other, you know, sexual orientation classes and they teach kids how to put condoms on, you know, when they're in, I don't know, second, third grade now. So, like, the LGBT. This is, every, this is everything. Right. This is everything. The religious right that that were not uh, completely astroturfed and cooked in the '90s had warned about with sex education being in schools, mm-hmm. and they were called crazy lunatics for. Yeah, the same people that you know talked about the satanic panic and who were absolutely right. Right. Um, then they're absolutely and, right and, about this. And you didn't want to listen to them because they were stuffy. And you know they're they're they were squares, man. <laughs> they're squares, uh, and also Churchy McChurchington. There was that meme in uh, 2012 before mm. uh, gay marriage was rammed through the Supreme Court. Uh, there was the meme that it, it was just like a green circle, and the green stood for gays getting married, and then there were other colors, and one of the other colors was that they were going to teach your kids to uh, suck dick in school. Right, and, the, yeah. and that wasn't and in the Venn diagram. Doing that, yeah. There's a, there's an actual uh, gender queer book for elementary school students that shows like a guy on his knees. Uh, yeah, yeah, doing that. Yep. Oh yeah, no, no, all the things, and you have you have teachers, gay teachers who are like, you know, the people that were worried that I would try and you know turn their children gay. Of course I am. Like, how many times have you seen that on Twitter? Right. Yeah. And on and he, twi- on Twitter today, I saw a there was a, a a gay teacher who refers to the children as his children, and now he can't uh, now he can't talk about his love life anymore with his fourth graders right right oh it's really disturbing so all right so in all of this um apparently disney had a statement to say on this so the statement from the walt disney corporation on the signing of the florida legislation says florida's hb 1557 also known as the don't say gay bill should never have passed and should never have been signed into law 
Our goal as a company is for this law to be repealed by the legislature or struck down in the courts, and we remain committed to supporting the national and state organizations working to achieve that. We are dedicated to standing up for the rights and safety of LGBTQ plus members of the Disney family, as well as the community in Florida and across the country. This is Disney who who has, you know, just read off a couple of so on March 16th, four Walt Disney World employees arrested in undercover human trafficking sting. Um, August 2021, three employees of Walt Disney World arrested in major child sex sting in Florida. Two years ago, Disney security guard shows up buck naked to human trafficking sting. 124 people were arrested. Disney workers are forever being caught with child porn and child sex stings and sex stings, child porn, uh, trafficking. A friend of mine, his mom's been an employee of Disney's for like 20-something years. She's going to retire there, I guess. Um, She said that it is absolutely the most degenerate and perverted staff of employees in any corporation anywhere ever. Like everybody is either gay or trans or you have to pretend that you absolutely love it. That's literally or you don't work there. It's nuts. Yep. So, so that being said, Disney corporate president Carrie Burke says, well, let's let her say it. Let's check out the first, what did you say about the first minute? Yeah. Let's do this. I'm I'm here as a mother of of two queer children, actually. Um, uh, One transgender child. Um, um, and one pansexual child, um, and and also as a leader. Um, and that was the thing that really got me because I have heard so much from so many of my colleagues over the course of the last couple of weeks um, in open forums and through emails and phone conversations. And um, I feel a responsibility to speak, um, not just for myself, but for them. Uh, to all of us, we, we, had a, we had an open forum last week at 20th where um, again, the home of, of really incredible groundbreaking LGBTQIA stories over the years where um, one of our execs stood up and said, you know, we only have a handful of queer leads in our content. And I went, what? I, that can't be true. And I and I and I realized, oh, it, it actually is true. We have many, many, many LGBTQIA characters in our stories and 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 yet we don't have enough leads um, and narratives in which gay characters just just get to be characters um, and and not have to be about gay stories. And so um, that's been very eye opening for me. Um, and and I I can tell you um, it's something that I feel perhaps had this moment not happened. Um, I as a leader and me as my colleagues would not have focused on and, and going forward. Um, I, I certainly will be more so I know that we will be. And, um, and I hope this is a moment where shoot um, the 50% of the tears, <laughs> sorry, are coming. Um, uh, we don't, we just don't allow each other to go backwards. I'm- okay. So she uh, at the end, it was just gobbledygook. Yeah. yeah, she started crying because, uh, you know, 
this is so touching to her because she has two transgender children, one or two two LGBTQPIA. They have half the alphabet. I, I've got some good news for her. Him, her. Uh, all Disney stores are automatically gay. So, yeah, she's just gonna have to make them more gay, I guess. Right. So, they want to have fifty percent. Of their leads, be gay. Uh, so if you still well, watch, I, if you still, if you're still watching like the new Disney stuff, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, like, it's so hard with the little kids. Like, you know, my daughter loves, you know, 101 Dalmatians and like Aristocats and those old those old Disney movies. You know, but this new Disney shit is there's no way you just can't. You know. This is disgusting. This turning red, Disney Pixar. Oh, the panda. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Red panda. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I. No, turning the more, red. The more I hear, oh, yeah. the more I hear about this thing, that the 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 worse it gets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Turning red. Yeah. Red panda. Jeez. Do you, do you want to describe it? It's a story about a little girl who gets her first period and everything. Like, and that's like, I don't know, man. It's fucking, there's twerking and there's. <sighs> <laughs> See? <laughs> like, yeah, I mean. There's that it post. Just, it makes me. It makes me so sick to my stomach. I, yeah. I just. I, I have. I have trouble. Like there's so there. There's so like. All right. Here's a list of some of the things that are in it. Uh, she tells her Tomagotchi it's about to meet its daddy and uncles, referring to the band members being her Tomagotchi's daddy. You're. We're missing the whole first half of this post. Some of this stuff's not going to make any sense. But yeah, it's it's terrible. Dude, there's like I said, there's twerking, and there's period stuff, and there's like, oh, dude, it's it, but it's Disney. She's smacking her butt, saying, "Take this, mom, take this." Yeah, while twerking. Yeah. Uh, final quote: When the little girl decides to turn to a panda in public, and her mom asks her not to, she says, "My panda, my choice." Yeah. Yeah, this uh, is good. That's great. Yeah, no, this here, is... here's the thing. Like there were, you know, with the advent of computer animated kids movies, like part of the the shtick, right, was um, we're gonna we're gonna include these side jokes for the parents, so so they're just as interested in watching this as the kids. Like that's that was the sell, right? But that's mm-hmm. not really what it is. It's imprinting on the kids a certain form of degenerate behavior. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um and again, my panda, my choice. So somebody I don't know who wrote this article who wrote this this little blog. Whose blog is this? I d I didn't forward it. It doesn't say Drognak, whose blog is this? This my panda, my choice thing. Oh, some journal like the the journal class is just like raving about how amazing this movie is. No, this 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 blog is like, this blog is bad. I mean, this blog is actually good. 
Oh, you're it's talking like, about the anti, yeah. Yeah. It's like, like uh, my pen and my choice. A flurry of uh, articles on this right now. So. Well, we only have the bottom of a screenshot that's that we were reading off of. That's No, that's, yeah, there's there's two pieces of that. That uh, was the post that um, Arya made. They're yeah, so this, so this movie is, it's obviously made to push the furry agenda too, like mm-hmm. big time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this, this real quick, this, this um, blog post says, I yearn for the days of up Wally and finding Nemo. I don't know the quality of the people who made those films, but I know the quality of the films and what they taught. They were stellar and they built the Pixar name into what it once was. Those days are gone. And he goes on to talk about, you know, the phrase, my body, my choice. Like, you don't just bump into somebody and say, whoop, whoop, my body, my choice. No, you use it in a very specific setting, a very specific context, and the intent of making a controversial claim. So, my panda, my choice, is very much a deliberate move to put a very similar phrase in a children's movie in order to have them start saying such a thing. Children emulate, children role play. My pen to my choice conditions children to be able to easily switch to the ideological and political statement. Therefore, this is absolutely propaganda in a children's movie. Hmm. So, I mean, gross, yeah. gross, gross, yeah. gross, gross, yeah. gross. It's very gross. Yeah. One of Pixar's last movies dealing with the afterlife it was called soul oh that looks this, real uh, creepy oh yeah it was they had this jazz musician i believe it was jimmy fox who was dies fox, and it? his yeah. job is to teach other souls how to like be reincarnated properly and they do a freaky friday thing where a female soul goes into his body and he goes into a cat so the main character has a female voice the whole movie even though he's a male's body And they do the whole separation of soul and body thing, you know, like Jews like to do. Yep. Yeah. There it is. That's, you know, and this movie, this movie's about female pubescence Mm -hmm. and and a teen girl who turns into a red panda. So we have furries. Terrible. We have, yeah, we have, you know, period jokes. We have... Uh, prepubescent teens making sex jokes. Um, you have much rebelliousness. I, I still have no idea what a pansexual is supposed to be or genderqueer. I, 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 I've been hearing these words for upwards of who's, seven years now. Okay, well, who's doing... And, and I, I, I couldn't tell you, I couldn't tell you, like, what any of that shit's supposed to actually mean. I mean, when it was, like, someone was gay it was like all right you knew what that meant when someone said they were bisexual you're like okay i know what that means but then all this other shit they make up i I have no idea what it means right pansexual means you you're attracted to anything and everything The first I mean, time I heard that term was when they were talking about how Lando was pansexual in the Rogue One movie. Because that's the first time you ever heard was it? was a robot. All right. Well, now yeah. there's obvious there's there's obvious ties to the God Pan, you know, being the 
the god oh, yeah. of debauchery and hedonism. Um, yeah, I think we 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 actually talked about that at one point, Jimmy. I it, I wouldn't be shocked if we had, but just Could in, the, in this yeah. context, like I I and I saw a funny tweet from a black journalist saying he identifies as queer, but he still you know he still loves his girlfriend, and basically what he's trying to do is rebrand the down low. Ah, <laughs> rebranding the down low. Yep. Yeah. Because that was something that, I mean, that's still a thing. Niggas kissing. So, yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, do we have any more news? I think we're, gonna, we're running out of stuff tonight, actually. No. I think we have a couple more. What else we have? Turning red. Gross. Oh, we got a little Bill Gates in BlackRock news going on here what is this according to cnbc bill gates and blackrock are backing the startup behind hydro panels that make water out of thin air Oof. all right well there we go they're like solar panels yeah, apparently drinking your poopy water isn't cutting it so right making yeah making perfumes out of farts and drinking poop water um well, these things are, uh, they take sunlight and air and they produce perfect drinking water essentially anywhere on the planet. We take water that has historically been humanity's greatest challenge and turn it into a renewable resource and is perfect essentially everywhere. They take water vapor from the air and pack it into a form that's 10,000 times more concentrated than the atmosphere. Using the warmth of the sun, the system converts the molecules into liquid water, which is collected in a reservoir inside the panel, then released as pure water. Um... So these are hydro panels, they're called, as opposed to solar panels. Hmm. That is actually kind of neat, other than the fact that, you you know, it's solar. So, therefore, it's not really renewable because there's not enough copper above ground right now to facilitate this thing being like a real thing. In order to do that, they have to dig more copper out of the earth. Lots more. Lots more. So apparently, um, this company Source Global started in in uh, 2015, and there are 52 countries on four in 450 separate projects that have these hydro panels. The investors are Bill Gates Breakthrough Energy Ventures, BlackRock, and Duke Energy. Those are the three big ones. So, uh, from a uh, pine tree gang sort of sort of way, um, what do you, what do you think of that? Uh, dude, I I hate it. <laughs> yeah. I, I listen, listen. It, it, I heard BlackRock and Bill Gates, and my eyes glazed over. Right. I hate. I I, I this this great reset is gonna suck so hard. Yep. And it's just a conspiracy like, we're, we're, theory, we're dude. To, we're about to get into the painful portion of it. You know, before they start whipping out what they consider the the cure-alls for the, the pain that the, and the chaos that they've caused. And uh, it's, it's, I'm not going to like it. I'm going to be pretty grumpy about it. Yeah, but it, it's going to get bad. It's going to get bad. Yeah. Um, let me see another news. Uh, COVID's not gone in China. They're testing entire cities from, for COVID between March 28th, to April 5th. 
Shanghai, China's Shanghai city says we'll lock down residents in different areas for testing. That's crazy. I thought China was over. I was told, I was told by several big brains on the internet that COVID was over. Or China was over. Also China was over, yeah. Um, Co- COVID China. China. Right, right. But apparently, um, Hunter Biden's laptop, too, has something to do with COVID again and funding in Wuhan. Oh, boy. There's so much fake and gay shit going on, dude. It's, like, hard to keep up with all of it. Listen, Cor- I, I am, Cory Booker. I'm no, fan, I'm no fan of xenophiliacs, but conversely, I, I, I'm, I'm not as optimistic as the kind of people that post videos of, of crumbling Chinese infrastructure as if that is happening on a mass scale there all at once. No, it's, you know, I mean, you've seen the building that just fell over. Right. But then there's That's, also, you know, people who are like grabbing at beams and they're, it's just like, it's like powdered sand when they grab at you. Yeah, the concrete. Yeah, no, that's not uncommon, though, dude. That's not like, that's not just a, a few random incidents in China that happens all the time. Right. But I'm, I'm, I, I'm just saying, like, I, never mind. I know what you're saying, but they're also like, yeah, a lot of those places that they built that are built really shitty, nobody lives there. They're big empty cities. It's, it's like two different kinds of wishful thinking that that I do, I don't understand sometimes. You know, like on, on the one hand you have the wishful thinking that uh China is this model that we could perhaps achieve with the right gumption and the right people in charge or something. You know, like like it's a model we should aspire to. And on the other hand, it's it's a it's an amount of wishful thinking that our uh what we've been told is our greatest geopolitical foe is is falling apart from the inside the the whole you know china is a paper tiger cope yeah it, no i get i get i get exactly what you're saying um i think it's a, it's a mix of, of of all that though like a lot of the stuff is falling apart very shitty but at the same time it's not it's not it's not going to be the downfall of china this is not the destruction of china china is just now being built up I mean, I've seen some weird copes already this week. I, I saw some, I, I like, there are some people that have been talking about bringing back dueling because of the Will Smith Chris Rock slap. Yeah, and that's like, stupid. It's like what? No, bro. Like, that's not. They have dueling. It goes on. It goes on in downtown major metropolitan yeah, it areas happens every, in Chicago. every night. Yeah, it, like yeah. It's, yeah, it happens in Chicago all day long, every day. You disrespected me. Yes. Bam, 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 bam. Oh shit! I shot a five-year-old kid. Right, right, right. That's that's <laughs> dueling. That's modern-day dueling is a drive-by where like a bunch right. of little kids get killed. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, there's been some really retarded things come out with the uh, the Chris Rock thing and the the Will Smith. We didn't do the uh, we didn't do the esoteric stuff. What well, let's. Let's do that. Let's, run that let's through, finish. Run through that. Let's finish up with the with S. Well, I would have Will Smith. if somebody didn't delete it out of the chat. Well, it wasn't me. Grognak, put the esoteric stuff yeah, back you, in the you chat. You took the esoteric stuff out of the chat, dude. Uh, well, shit. What was it? It was. Oh, Skull posted it this morning, and you know our. Are our, you talking about the Oscar slap? 
Oh, I thought we were over that. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no. But there was the esoteric thing from that. Chris Chris Rock is Christ and Will yeah, that's Smith the one. is Yeah, that's the one. That's the one, yeah. Like Well, I'll try to find it. So it was supposed to be an on stage allegory for Genesis when um Will Smith is supposed to represent um crushing the head of Chris Rock. He's supposed to be Christ and yes. there it is. There, there it is. is. I right got there. it. The etymology yeah. of the names. There it is. Chris Rock. Chris, short for Christopher or Christ or Christ. Rock, a rock not cut with human hands. Daniel II is a euphemism for Christ. Okay. Will Smith, will do what thou will. Be the whole of the law. Aleister Crowley. Smith, Smith is an expert practitioner in an art, a silversmith or a blacksmith. The wife, in biblical theology, a woman represents the religious system, good or bad, e.g. the bride of Christ or the whore of Babylon. Jada Smith is a bride, so considered a faithful church from the ritual's point of view. The Oscar ritual. Christ, Chris Rock, insulted the synagogue of Satan, Jada Smith, and her husband, Lucifer, Will Smith, crushed Christ's head. This is a satanic inversion of Genesis 3.15, and I will put enmity between you and the woman, between your seed and her seed, and he will crush your head, and you shall bruise his heel. Notice the is the agent will of the woman, Jade, who crushes the head of Christ, Chris. In this ritual, Satan assumes the mantle of Christ, or as prophecy predicts, the Antichrist. Well, there, there we go. There you go. I just thought this was a Jordan Maxwell tribute. I mean, why not? You know, why not both? Yeah, one more time, I, Jordan I, Maxwell. I'm inclined whenever I see stuff like this, as interesting as I find it, to say. That's a bit of a stretch. Yes. I said this but is silly, it, but also. But it, it, I, I, I'm, I, I'm always very interested when somebody decides to break something down in this manner. And I typically will give it at least the courtesy of my eyeballs going over it and trying to try to read it. You know? Yeah. Uh, like, I'll read I it. Love, I read all the stuff I, that I, comes through. I read all the stuff that comes through. I watch all the videos usually. Um, this is one that, I mean, I don't buy I, it. I love, but I love the stuff by Shaking My Head Productions on YouTube. They mm-hmm. do a lot of uh, breaking down of different symbolism and stuff from movies and TV shows and commercials and music videos and how it all ties into one another and. You know, sometimes with some of them, I have to watch them in chunks. Like, there's a really good Back to the Future one. Oh that yeah, has a lot, of, and, and it's it's really neat. It, it if if you go to their YouTube channel, it it's about two and a half hours long. So like, I've watched it in about thirty minute, thirty to forty five minute chunks. It's really great, but man, like, it, sometimes it's a lot to take in. Right. So it's like it's it's two and a half hours long. So it's about forty minutes longer than the movie itself. Right, and it's not even entirely about Back to the Future, but it's 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 a compilation of a bunch of symbolic breakdowns that a particular guy did, and it's spliced mm. in, in between some of these is spliced additional stuff that that adds to the analysis. Ah, okay, cool. I'll have to go back and check. I like, I like shaking my head production stuff. Yeah, I, I get the little humming, uh, their, their little intro. I get it stuck in my head. <laughs> I can see that too. I can see that. 
It's catchy. It is. It is. I mean, it's like you know. For me, for me, it's it's very cozy. Uh, sit on the couch and uh, have my morning cup of coffee, watch a little bit of this sort of spoop and see what they got going on. Because I, I don't, I I don't know who's in charge of that channel, but to go through all of that mass media to get those nuggets is a is a lot. Yeah, there's a lot you of know, there's a lot of research and prep going into those uh, speaking of will smith they mm-hmm. had done a very good one on janice and gemini and they use a lot of scenes from gemini man starring will smith oh. uh in their analysis i will have to check that one out too yeah that one was really good i mean they're all pre- they're all pretty good but uh, yeah everything that, i've seen that, so far from them has been good at least interesting you know yeah, I mean it's all been it's all been well done too, you know. Like no, they're not really like too autistic one way or the other. It's consistent. Yes, that is true. All right, well we're gonna wrap this up. Now I'm gonna have to go watch some videos, but we're gonna wrap this up. We'll be back this weekend with our guest, Dinger Dingo Dinger, buddy. All right. Remember, remember the sports ball incident last year, where at the Colorado Rockies game, where somebody was screaming the mascot's name, and there was a there was a black guy at the plate, so people thought he was screaming the N word. Yes, but he was really he was really trying to get the attention of the mascot. Yes, Dinger so, the dinosaur. Yeah, yeah, or whatever Dinger. it was, Dinger. So it became another for a little while. It became another meme. Yeah. Yes. That works too. It does. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna be back on Friday. We're gonna talk about ah, we'll have, we'll have a good time with the Southern Dingo. But uh, there will be a ne- Louisa Anna. <laughs> right. Right. There will be a Necronormicon at the end of this. Go to dissidentapparel.com and buy our new shirts. They're very cool. The tinfoil and the spook waffen. And also buy the other ones, too. Buy them all. Do it. And go to pilled.net and get your account set up, because that's where we're going to be streaming this show starting week after next. So we'll be doing live Nationalist Inquirers, and we will be doing other live streams there as well. We'll have guests come on. You guys can you guys can ask questions. But you can only do that in the chat if you're on pilled.net. So go sign up. All right. Yeah, we can see who the real fans are. That's right. All right, we're going to get out of here, and we'll see you all later. Time travel makes you gay. The System's Neatest Trick by Theodore Kaczynski. It begins with a quote from Jacques Ellul. The supreme luxury of the society of the technical necessity will be to grant the bonus of useless revolt and of an acquiescent smile. The system has played a trick on today's would-be revolutionaries and rebels. The trick is so cute that if it had been consciously planned, one would have to admire it for its almost mathematical elegance. Number one, what the system is not. Let's begin by making clear what the system is not. 
The system is not George W. Bush and his advisors and appointees. It is not the cops who maltreat protesters. It is not the CEOs of multinational corporations. It is not the Frankensteins in their laboratories who criminally tinker with the genes of living things. All of these people are servants of the system, but in themselves they do not constitute the system. In particular, the personal and individual values, attitudes, beliefs, and behavior of any of these people may significantly be in conflict with the needs of the system. To illustrate with an example, the system requires respect for property rights, yet CEOs, cops, scientists, and politicians sometimes steal. In speaking of stealing, we don't have to confine ourselves to actual lifting of physical objects. We can include all illegal means of acquiring property, such as cheating on income tax, accepting bribes, and any other form of graft or corruption. But the fact that CEOs, cops, scientists, and politicians sometimes steal does not mean that stealing is part of the system. On the contrary, when a cop or a politician steals something, he is rebelling against the system's requirement of respect for law and property. Yet, even when they are stealing, these people remain servants of the system as long as they publicly maintain their support for law and property. Whatever illegal acts may be committed by politicians, cops, or CEOs as individuals, theft, bribery, and graft are not part of the system, but diseases of the system. The less stealing there is, the better the system functions. That's why the servants and boosters of the system always advocate obedience to the law in public, even if they may sometimes find it convenient to break the law in private. Take another example. Although the police are the system's enforcers, police brutality is not part of the system. When the cops beat the crap out of a suspect, they are not doing the system's work. They are only letting out their anger and hostility. The system's goal is not brutality or the expression of anger. As far as police work is concerned, the system's goal is to compel obedience to its rules and to do so with the least possible amount of disruption, violence, and bad publicity. Thus, from the system's point of view, the ideal cop is one who never gets angry, never uses any more violence than necessary, and as far as possible, relies on manipulation rather than force to keep people under control. Police brutality is only another disease of the system, not part of the system. For proof, look at the attitude of the media. The mainstream media almost universally condemn police brutality. Of course, the attitude of the mainstream media represents, as a rule, the consensus of opinion among the powerful classes in our society as to what is good for the system. What had just been said about theft, graft, and police brutality applies to the issues of discrimination and victimization such as racism, sexism, homophobia, poverty, and sweatshops. All of these are bad for the system. For example, the more that black people feel themselves scorned or excluded, the more likely they are to turn to crime, and the less likely they are to educate themselves for careers that will make them useful to the system. Modern technology with its rapid long-distance transportation and its disruption of the traditional ways of life 
has led to the mixing of populations so that nowadays people of different races, nationalities, cultures, and religions have to live and work side by side. If people hate or reject one another on the basis of race, ethnicity, religion, sexual preference, etc., the resulting conflicts interfere with the functioning of the system. Apart from a few fossilized relics of the past like Jesse Helms, the leaders of the system know this very well. And that is why we are taught in school and through the media to believe that racism, sexism, homophobia, and so forth are social evils to be eliminated. No doubt some of the leaders of the system, some of the politicians, scientists, and CEOs privately feel that a woman's place is in the home, or that homosexuality and interracial marriage are repugnant. But even if the majority of them felt that way, it would not mean that racism, sexism, and homophobia were part of the system, any more than the existence of stealing among the leaders means that stealing is part of the system. Just as the system must promote respect for law and property for its sake of its own security, the system must also discourage racism and other forms of victimization for the same reason. That is why the system, notwithstanding any private deviations by individual members of the elite, is basically committed to suppressing discrimination and victimization. For proof, look again at the attitude of the mainstream media. In spite of any occasional timid dissent by a few of the more daring and reactionary commentators, media propaganda overwhelmingly favors racial and gender equality, an acceptance of homosexuality and interracial marriage. The system needs a population that is meek, nonviolent, domesticated, docile, and obedient. It needs to avoid any conflict or disruption that could interfere with the orderly functioning of the social machine. In addition to suppressing racial, ethnic, religious, and other group hostilities, it also has to suppress or harness for its own advantage all other tendencies that could lead to disruption or disorder such as machismo, aggressive impulses, or any inclination to violence. Naturally, the traditional racial and ethnic antagonisms die slowly. Machismo, aggressiveness, and violent impulses are not easily suppressed, and attitudes towards sex and gender identity are not transformed overnight. Therefore, there are many individuals who resist these changes, and the system is faced with the problem of overcoming their resistance.